Welcome to Clydesdale Media, fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at c4energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Podcast. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I'm the Clydesdale. She is my nutrition coach, Cheryl Nasso. And this is our weekly check-in that we do that sometimes doesn't get done every week, sometimes gets done twice a week, but we try to be as consistent as possible. And here we are on a Friday afternoon. Happy weekend, everyone. Yep. For sure. Just so y'all know, Scott's check-in day is Thursday. So he normally does report to me and I'll give him some specific things, but I try and save the bulk of it for this, for you guys. So he does still get his weekly check-in when he's on par with it. Sometimes he, actually you've been pretty hey, I've been yeah. really good. I think you've maybe missed once in like the past, I don't know, eight months, nine months. You've been crushing it. Like, so that's definitely been yeah. an improvement. So you had a really fun weekend last weekend. You got to unplug. I did. Um, tell us in a little bit on that. How did you feel nutritionally, balancing life and, and your goals and all that kinds of stuff? <clears throat> so, yeah, I, first of all, it was a wonderful weekend with my daughter. She is crushing life. Could not be prouder of her. Graduating college at 21 is an amazing task since it took me 15 years to graduate from college and it only took her four, uh, I could not be more proud. Um, she's already had a job interview this week. It went super well. Um, it's looking like she may get the job. So uh, fingers crossed, prayers up. We are hoping that that happens very soon. Um, as for my nutrition goals during the week, um, for the most part, like I, I under ate. Um, And I was, so we went to a cabin in the woods. It was beautiful. I loved it. I got a lot of quality time with my mom, um, my nephew, all that stuff. We had a good time, but I had some really bad asthma issues in the cabin. So I was struggling through that the whole time and just didn't feel like super good. Again, had a great time with everybody. I don't want to undermine that at all. It was worth a little bit of sacrifice to have good days with my mom and my daughter and everybody and all of that. Um, but the, the asthma thing made it so I didn't sleep really well over that weekend and, uh, yeah, didn't feel super good. But the one thing I did do that I went outside the normal nutrition path is we found a little hometown creamery in the middle of nowhere I have no idea even where we were, were, where we were in the mountains when we found it and uh, stopped there worth every, every taste of that um, ice cream that we had. And it was amazing. I love it. And it's so like, that's why, like, I was like, you know what, when we were talking about semifinals versus this trip, like, where were you going to be able to like really unplug is like, I really wanted that for you to be able to just unplug and not think about it. And I think that this is where people go so wrong is that they're always like thinking about on track and off track where it's like, there is no track with your nutrition. Like there's no, there's a track with your goal. Like, it's just like, 
we're not always working out, but like when we're in workout mode, we're like focusing on getting the workout done. And so like when you're away with your family and you're just celebrating and having a good time, I'm okay with like you being like, you know, I, I don't, I don't really want to think about logging into my fitness pal. You know, you're not, you know, going from eating chicken and broccoli to eating freaking smashing chicken wings and, and things. You probably were eating a little bit different, but yeah. And you should be able to enjoy going to get some ice cream. And I think this is where other people go wrong too, is that they, they don't allow themselves to keep those things as special. And when you allow yourself to keep them as special, it becomes so much more enjoyable. You know, like if you just have chips every time you want them versus if like, you're like, man, I'm going to make myself some nachos tonight. Like that plate of nachos, when you haven't had nachos in months, is like more enjoyable. So it's just really good for you to have been able to do that. And I'm happy for you. So going into this coming week, um, you have not been back into work mode for your goals. Is that a fair statement? Well, yesterday it looks like you got back on track. Maybe I know I sent you a voice memo. So that might've been what it so, was. Yeah. So I, I will. So when I stop logging, it's hard for me to start back up. So yeah. Monday and Tuesday were rough. I got my whiteboard out because it's been a busy, hectic week with, and the details aren't important, but my right. daughter had this interview, my, my mother-in-law's 80th birthday today. My wife is out of town with that. Everybody is all over the place. I had to help them get ready, all of that stuff. So I just got out a whiteboard and I was writing down all of my food. So hey. eventually log it. Yep. But it did take me a couple of days to get caught up on that. Mm. But it's all in from Wednesday forward. Um, because I even self-admitted on my check-in form that I needed to get back into that today. Mm-hmm. Well, and is there, have you ever read the book Atomic Habits? Uh, a long, long time ago. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great book. And li- listeners that are on here, if you struggle with making things a consistent habit in your life, um, it's a great book to help teach you why it's hard to make things a habit and and how to actually do that. And with tracking, I know I've talked about like, let's just start, you know, doing it ahead of time. When you start setting yourself up for success by putting the habit you're trying to create with a habit you already have, sometimes that makes it so much easier, you know, and with fitness and nutrition, I think they kind of go hand in hand. So the cue for you, because he talks about the cue might be like, when you finish your workout every day, that's when you track your nutrition for the day. Because now you're associating, this is Scott's time to work on me. And whether, you know, like that's, and that kind of goes hand in hand. The only downside of that is the days you don't work out are the days you're going to struggle with finding the place to put that in. So, but that might be the cue that you need to say, Hey, this is my time to track my food. Even if it is taking five minutes while you're stretching before you leave. I mean, that's, you know, sometimes that's after my second session that's normally when I catch up on uh, my nutrition. Like I, I kind of log as I go, but after my second session is when I'm normally starving because that's usually my main session. And I like want to know what I can eat. <laughs> like, what can I eat right now? That's not going to mess me up later on. So that's normally when I'm like trying to um, do that. So that might be the thing for you that, you know, all right, I work out and now I do this and it just makes it easy for you to put two and two together. And yes, you're going to have to finish out with dinner because you guys make dinners together. 
but I think you need something like that. And, and the whole thing with tracking that I also want people to know is like tracking isn't the, like this thing, like where it's like this magical thing. Right. But it's almost like, and I, and I sent you this memo is like, it's a commitment to the goal. Like this is the goal. This is, this is you saying I'm committed to this goal that I've set for myself. And these are the things that I'm doing to achieve it. I'm keeping a nutrition journal. I'm hitting the gym. I'm watching things and, and it's going to make it easier, especially because with the lab work that you recently got, I got to make sure that you're eating enough calories. Like I got to get you, make, I got to get you, you got to be getting enough protein in. You got to be getting enough food and under eating is the worst thing for thyroid. And yes, we need to under eat to lose weight, but too much under eating isn't good for the thyroid. So that was my little spiel on that. So how do you think that would work for you going into next week? So, so the best it's ever worked is when I do it right before bed and I log the next day. Oh, I like, like that. I, like I log, I log breakfast, lunch and snack. And then, you know, dinner is always, but we, we, we budget uh, like a space for, for dinner. Yeah. And so that's when it's been the most successful for me. Um, it's, and I, and I will get back to that. This being here alone and taking care of everything in the house and the dog and all of that stuff all by myself. Um, and I know that sounds very, very lame, uh, but my dog is high maintenance and uh, <laughs> my, the, my bedroom doesn't have a TV in it. It doesn't have anything. So that's my me time. Cause right now I can't even sleep in the same bedroom with my wife because of my sinus stuff. So, so I have a room that's like a total quiet room with, nothing in it. And that's when I can do kind of that prep for the next day. So I'd like to see that be your plan going forward then. And whether it's, and I know you probably scroll through social media um, at night before. Uh, like, I really don't. Well, whatever you normally do before bed, if you, do you look at your phone before bed? Uh, when I was, when I was logging ahead of time, that's what I, that's what I would do before okay. bed. I was going to say what I would tell you to do is put it somewhere like, Put the icon on your phone somewhere like where you have to see it right away. You know, like where it's like bundled with something that you would normally click before bed. So like for me, I'm bad about scrolling through Instagram before sleep because I, if I'm having a hard time sleeping, I like just kind of scroll through and eventually I start to doze off. But I would say if that was me, I would probably put the Instagram and the MyFitnessPal right next to each other with MyFitnessPal being easier to access. And I, and I'm going to be honest, I, I understand my I alarm clock. There you go. So whatever it normally is and, and make it easy for yourself. Like just make it almost like mindless for you to do that because I do want that. In fact, next week we're going to semifinals and I want you to track next weekend. I do. I don't want it. I don't care if it's perfect, but I, I want you to track why, because I want you to be like, I can do this. It's not that I have to, I choose to, and I can do this because you know, like I told you in your, in my voice memo, we've got 12 weeks until the games. It's crazy. 12 weeks. Can you believe we are 12 weeks away from a year? Like we set this goal. A year ago. It's insane how fast a year goes by. And I don't remember where I heard it recently, but there was something that I saw and it was like, people underestimate what is possible or people overestimate what is possible in a week and underestimate what is possible in a year of consistency. And it's true. Like you're going to be a, a, a testament of that. So 
keep it up. And you've had a lot of bumps on the, on the, on the road and we're doing great. So, but I do want you to feel like, all right, I got to focus. It's the home stretch. The last 12 weeks, we're in the last quarter of your year. So final quarter. So it's the last quarter of the game. Put me in coach. That's what I want you to feel. Yeah. So I'm, I, I, before we went on the air, I, I told you, like, you asked me if I was excited for next week, and I am very excited. Um, I love semifinals because of what we do on this podcast with interviewing so many of the semifinalists. Like, I know all the backstories of the people out on the floor, and it makes semifinals so exciting for me because I have a rooting interest in people who have overcome so many different things in their life. But I'm also, this is the first year where I'm taking a team with me that's not my normal crew, right? And so I have to shift from being a doer to being a leader. And I know I'm capable of that. It's just, I've got, it's new, right? It's the unknown. And I'm sure like Pasadena will be easier than Orlando because I'll have gone through it for a weekend. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm nervous because it is a a shift in focus for what we have been to what we are to become. Mm-hmm. And I and it and it's a very pivotal moment for who we are as a media company. Yep. Yep. It's a lot of pressure. Um, but I want to tell you that as somebody who has had to step into the role of a leader, and I know you're a leader in your in your job, like you're gonna make mistakes. You are. There's going to be five things that go wrong this weekend. Just expect it because it's not going to be perfect. And the more you tell yourself like you're prepared for every mistake, the more prepared you're going to be. It's the same thing as we do as athletes where we visualize things. If you visualize a perfect workout, you're messed up. (laughs) When we visualize, we have to visualize the ring swinging in the wind and we can't catch them. Cause that happens in Madison. We have to visualize the ground being too hot when we go to kick up to a handstand walk and Oh crap. You know, like we have to visualize this stuff. You as a leader have to visualize all the things that are going to go wrong and they're going to go wrong. And guess what? They might not go wrong, but the more you prepare yourself for that, the better. And you're only going to learn from it. And this is, this is kind of dive off a of nutrition just a little bit, but it, it's so frustrating when you are trying to follow this sport and the communication out of CrossFit is so scarce. And like when we look at these workouts, right? And Jamie just jumped in. Bruce Wayne just jumped in. Jamie and you are doing these workouts to help me be analysts at, the, at, at Orlando. But there's a lot of details missing yep. from these workouts. And while I know that CrossFit wants to be unknown and unknowable, like, my God, it makes it impossible to plan as a judge, to plan as a media company, to plan how to cover this shit. Like, it is, it's it's frustrating, right? And then it comes out a couple hours ago, they're not live streaming events one and three. I know, that's so dumb. So, so, dumb. so then, like, can... Can we do some of that? Can we get something up with that? That shifts a whole focus for us for two events 
if because they're not live streaming, can we show some footage from those events? I don't see why not. People are going to have their cameras. Well, there. you say that. You say that, but you what know the media agreement says oh, the me- the media agreement says you cannot broadcast more than ninety seconds of footage from a workout, and it can't be any clip longer than thirty seconds. And what about the? But five you're not you're not doing it. Yeah. What about all the spectators? They're gonna they're gonna are they gonna you know tell them that they got to turn their phones off? They can't be on live Facebook. Just you know. Here's what I'll tell you is this. You are no worse off than anybody else in the room. Uh, I take that back, except for the favorites, right? But truth, truth is, you're, everybody else in the same boat. So go there. I wish that was true. Yeah. Go there. And and honestly, we're going to have a good time. I'm excited. Um, and, and I know this isn't nutrition related, but guess what? These are the things that people have to understand affect your nutrition. Why do people struggle with consistency? Because life things happen, distractions happen, and we start to lose focus on things. I can't think about that right now. You shouldn't have to. It should be on autopilot. Like the nutrition stuff is autopilot right now so that you can focus on being a leader and doing your job. And that's it. And I'm excited. By the way, I got a call from my dentist. Yay. I can go on Tuesday to have my crown put on my permanent. So I'm happy about that. So I will be coming in on Wednesday. So I'm excited for that. So I'll be there probably earlier. My plan is to do my morning session, be packed up, head to the road, head on the road, and then finish up whatever I'm going to do, check into the hotel, figure out when I'm, if I'm picking you up or what you're doing there. Um, and then we'll kind of just be able to get ready for the weekend. So you're going to be with your nutrition coach all weekend to be able to make sure that I'm well, I'm gonna make sure you got your Rosie Joe's meal. So we're just gonna make sure you're eating them. Right. And I, and I do need to thank her. So Katie from Rosie Joe meals, huge shout out, huge. Thank you. Um, she is allowing me to ship my box to Orlando so that we can um, have <laughs> them in our hotel room um, and share amongst the team so that we can all be nourished over the weekend. And I have, I've tried a lot of these meal prep companies these are the best i'm just laughing far. At, i'm just sorry i have to laugh at damien because he's making a joke about my crown on my tooth it just is hilarious yeah. and if, if you lived in florida you would obviously realize that that is a very common thing so um but i guess it's common everywhere but it's very common here um yeah i mean i'm stoked um so this weekend we have Mother's Day and semifinals isn't for five days or so. Oh my God, it's like five days away. Um, how are you feeling about Mother's Day weekend? Are you doing anything for your family <laughs> this weekend? Anything like that? Uh, I'm good with Mother's Day. You're, you're in a good place. You're home. You're, you're doing things at home. And I don't even know it. Well, my mom's already been taken care of last weekend yeah. and she's not going to be here. So my wife is coming back that day, but I don't even know when yet because she's celebrating in Pennsylvania with yeah. my mother-in-law. Good, good. Um, so your nutrition, you are back on track with tracking things. I see protein is still pretty low and it's crazy. Have you been changing your food a lot lately? Um, 
Like you're, and I'm fine with it. Your calories are in check, but you've really shifted higher fat, a little bit lower carb this past week. Well, I've eaten a lot of salmon this week. And chicken wings. That's been a new thing. I did eat chicken wings. Yeah. Which is fine. Well, that's not a normal thing. That was, I was home alone and it was just me and my dog and I got some chicken wings. No, they fit in fine. I'm just wanting to make sure. And just so the audience can be aware of that. When it comes to fat loss and weight loss, you know, you're Scott's not somebody that's real performance based and you also have some body fat on you. So I'm not so much worried about, uh, as long as your cravings are in check, that as long as your calories are, are pretty equal, you're staying consistent. It's okay to shift a little bit from day to day. Like you don't have to be carbs that as long as carb, as long as protein is where I want it to be. I'm okay with there being a shift in carbs and fats. However, I will say this, okay? Uh, Carbohydrates are less likely to be stored as fat, whereas fat is more likely to be stored as fat because carbohydrates are primarily glycogen. Um, So are are primarily going to fill your muscles with glycogen. So we are going to burn those off first always. So just so you kind of are aware of that. However, if you're in a calorie deficit, you're not storing either. So you're in a good spot. I want you to know that as long as cravings are in check, you're good. So like salmon, my wife does not like, Mm -hmm. and, and Rosie Joe sent me a a tray of salmon. Yep. So I was eating it while I was by myself and didn't have to worry about others. Got it. Okay. Um, I don't have a weight update since last Wednesday. Has that, is that still the same? Are you muted? Yeah. I, yeah, I was going to cough. And so I was trying to not do that into the mic. Um, yeah, I weighed today. It was 308.4. Okay. So a little bit up, but you've been a little bit higher fat. That makes sense. And do you put any salt or brine on your smoked wings? Uh, no. Okay. I was gonna say sometimes I can do that. Uh, you also, I think was last night when you had the subway, cause that could have triggered it too. No, that was two nights, two nights ago. Yeah. But so that wouldn't have triggered it. So this week, honestly, um, I would actually like to tell you, yeah, let's kind of make sure that the fat content goes down a little bit, push the protein up and the carbs a little bit, because carbs are also going to have a little bit more fiber in them. Um, If you have nothing going on this weekend, let's have a dialed in weekend and let's really see where things are come Wednesday. And maybe we can do like a quick episode for the listeners live stream from semifinals weekend at some point next week because we're going to be there from wednesday through month well you'll be there till monday i'll be there till sunday uh yeah i'll be there till monday at like eight in the morning so we won't even count that um about what bruce is saying i i'm not disagreeing that people in the in the audience are going to stream it yeah i have media credentials that i need to protect all the way through the games and i can't risk getting them revoked, not following the rules. I actually had this conversation with Jamie a little bit earlier. I'm a big rule follower. Like that is like one of my, that's one of my character traits. There's 10% of me that doesn't follow the rules. And it's when angry Scott comes out and feels like he's been pushed in a corner. And then I don't follow the rules, but for the most part, like I've worked too hard to build relationships with the people at CrossFit to get these media credentials. And this is the first year I haven't had to fight for them. 
I don't want to screw it up and lose that relationship over doing something that is against the rules. Yeah, fair enough. I agree with you. And I think that, you know, I think when we get there, we'll be able to kind of feel it out and figure it out. Um, we could even ask, are we allowed to record it and not stream it live, but have it after the fact, you know, like that might be something that we could ask about, you know, we don't have to live stream it, but if we could have the recording of, Hey, here is, um, you know, event one, put it on your, you know, your Clydesdale media, if they're not going to do that, um, you know, it's not going to be the best, uh, picture anyways. We're not going to have like professional cameras, but, um, well, maybe we will. Yeah, but we, we do have professional cameras now. Yeah. Maybe we will. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that that's going to be, it's going to be good. Um, I'm excited. Uh, make sure that you pack whatever you need. Like I said, if you need anything, I'm going to be here um, driving up on Wednesday night. Now it looks like Wednesday afternoon. So that'll be a little bit easier for me too. Cause I was a little bit more stressed. I wanted to get there to be there early on Thursday. I mean, I know Thursday, there's not a lot going on, but it just will be nice to be able to kind of get to the venue and see where things are. And, you know, Oh, there's a lot going on for me. Um, there's athlete registration. That means that we can probably get some content from athletes yep. when they're not competing. Okay. Well, then um, then plus, yeah. plus the teams. So actually, I think that yeah, Thursday actually may be a busier day. So it's actually good that I'm coming in on Wednesday because it sounds like Thursday, Thursday probably will be a busier day with athlete registration. That's probably when we'll be able to talk to more people. And it's probably good to get them before they start competing because they're in a better mood. <laughs> yeah. They're not. Unless they win and then, then they're in a good mood after. Yeah. Um, but I mean, honestly, Scott, how are you feeling right now? Are you, are you ready to move for the next 12 weeks? I am. I am. I, yeah, I had a bad weekend with that asthma stuff and it takes like a couple days for it to go away mm -hmm. and I'm starting to finally feel okay from the last weekend. Good. So it'll be good to get to Florida away from the environment I have here. Um, and away from all the stuff that creates that. Yeah. But then you're going to be exposed to all the Florida shit. I, we know I lived in Florida. I wasn't allergic to anything. Well, that's good. I, my mom is allergic to everything. I I'm very grateful. I don't have, I've never had allergies like as a kid, adult, never have I been sensitive to anything. So, um, are you allergic to cats? I don't know. I've never been around one long. Well, other than I don't think so. Okay. Never mind. That's I, I don't have to worry about that. I forgot. Because originally I was like, am I gonna have to bring my cat? But my brother's gonna watch my cat. So it all works out. Cause I was like, I hope that he's not allergic to cats because I'll feel bad. I mean, my cat would just stay in the room. I wouldn't mess make put him out or whatever, but my brother's gonna stop by and watch my cat for me for the weekend. Your so. cat's been awful quiet these days. You didn't hear him before crying? He's no. So he was crying. He, so my cat's on an automatic feeder. So it comes out at 8 a.m., 12 p.m., 5 p.m., 9 p.m. So like he gets food throughout the day and he knows when it's time to eat. And he like sits there by his bowl and just waits for that thing to turn. Like looks at me, looks at the bowl, looks at me, looks at the bowl. And usually he starts to cry if he doesn't see it coming out fast. I was like, meow. Yeah, but he's, I don't know where he's probably sleeping right now somewhere. Yep. He's sleeping in his little house. Do so, you see Jamie's comment? 
Oh, good. Cause I'm, oh, good, cause I'm very allergic. Yeah, no worries. I'm not bringing the cat. I, I'm happy. I'm honestly happy. Cause that would have stressed me out. Like I was like, I, if you guys have never traveled with a cat, it's, it's brutal. They don't like being in a carrier. You can't just let them run loose in the, in the car. You have to put them in a carrier. So, so Corey said, that's how he eats, how he eats too. That's how oh, automatic that's feeder, automatic feeder. You know, I was going to make a, um, Instagram reel and I was going to put like, and I probably still will. Like, I'm going to have my cat eating out of his feeder and like me eating my plate and be like, people bitch about like eating the same thing every day. And I'm going to like, look at my cat and realize like our cats and dogs eat the same thing every single day. So not that we have Jody to says she wishes she could plan meals like that. You know, you know, honestly, guys, meal planning is so much easier when you start thinking like this. All right. If you were going to go to a restaurant and you were going to order something, we all we all know what our go to foods are. How can you recreate those things at home? That's the easiest way for you guys to meal plan. I'm going to be honest. You will enjoy your food so much better. You will like feel like you're not on a diet. Because that's normally, why do people go out and eat? I really want to have something different. So make those things at home. You want a burger and fries? Make a burger and fries at home. Now you control the calories in it. Now you control the ingredients in it. And I mean, man, like it's so much better that way. In fact, I, I made an Instagram post today about like how I took control of my weekends again. Because I was at a point, Scott, I was a lazy tracker at one point, by the way. Um, and I was notorious for like half-ass tracking during the week. I wouldn't log the two quest bars that I had or the, you know, whatever else I had. I wouldn't log my protein shake. Um, and then on the weekends it was like, Oh, you know what? It's still paleo. So I'm going to do like, you know, burger and sweet potato, French fries and I'm doing okay. I was smashing calories on the weekends, like just overeating calories and then under eating during the week. But then I'm like, all right, I'm just going to start making food at home that I actually enjoy versus like just eating the same boring shit every day. And now like, I don't even miss, like I, I like what I eat. So that's how I took control of the weekends again. I was like, all right, let me, let me be real. Okay. Let me stop researching all these ways to lose weight. And let me start just learning about the food that I'm eating. Holy shit. My sweet potato fries had 800 calories in them. I should probably not eat the whole bag this time. You know, I started to kind of learn that. And then I started to be more like dialed in. And now the meals that I make at home are often better. In fact, I bought corn in the cob and I haven't had corn in the cob in years, like years. I'm being completely 100% honest. I don't even know why I stopped eating it. But this, I think it was a diet thing. Like, oh, you, you shouldn't eat corn. It's bad for you. And I'm like, Why? I have not had a piece of corn in the cob in so long. Tomorrow night, I am grilling some chicken thighs and some corn in the cob, and I'm going to make some grilled asparagus and some sweet potato French fries, and I'm going to have myself a little barbecue. I need to go out for that. So that's me sharing my own nutrition. Well, now, now the jokes are rolling in. Um, Cheryl, ribeyes are expensive. <laughs> they are. Uh, Kenneth is meat log and rice. <laughs> and Trish says casseroles are her favorite diet food. Hey, Trish, you can make casseroles your diet food. I'm all about making casseroles. You can, you, there's definitely that. Uh, ribeye steaks are expensive, not just financially, but also on the calorie budget as well. Definitely, uh, 
you look up the, the macros on a re, on a ribeye, it's pretty much equal fat and protein. <laughs> so definitely have to watch your budget. That would be a day for budgeting. So, Taking a little bit from so the my my last story, and this is just for Corey, is that my in-laws own a, a cattle farm. They raise their own cows. And uh, my mother-in-law for the graduation last weekend brought us a stack of T-bones oh, and nice. New York strip and um, burger. And it's all grass fed. It's all from their cows that they raise and they know it's not been injected with anything or any of that stuff. Um, and then I'm not really a steak guy mm. and I've got all these fresh steaks in my fridge. But do you like things like tacos and stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, we'll use them. Don't, don't get me wrong. Cause I was going to um, say, I would, I'm all about like, maybe you don't like a big steak, but like, man, slicing that up real thin, throwing it in some tortillas, putting it in a stir fry, be good. And just so you guys yeah. all know, uh, do you, do you know the benefits of grass fed steak versus conventionally raised steak? Well, I know it's much better. I don't know like specifically what Neither you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So cool thing is I'll give you guys a little education. So conventionally raised cattle is probably one of the worst things for you. Uh, I shouldn't say one of the worst things for you. It's just when you're eating high fat cattle that is raised on our grains, you're getting a lot of what they like to call anti-nutrients. So when we talk about inflammatory foods, our conventionally raised cattle are kind of pro-inflammatory. They are, there's a lot of stuff in them. Grass-fed cows are naturally, uh, that, that beef is going to be naturally high in omega-3s, which I know I talked about how our diets, we don't get enough omega-3s. So that's actually a way to get some omega-3s and you don't have all that waste. And if you are going to be choosing a high fat steak, you're better off getting a grass fed because they're not, when, whenever we, toxins are stored in our fat cells and our adipose tissue. So whenever uh, we have a, a conventionally raised cow that's high fat, when we eat that, we're actually eating what the cow's eating, but the grass fed isn't going to be eating all that crap. So you're getting good quality fats. Like you're getting good saturated fats. So there's a lot of benefits to grass fed beef. And I do think it's good to incorporate it like once or twice a week, even if it is a higher fat day for you. So I think Trish puts it really well. Good food is expensive. Being sick is expensiver. I like that expensiver. <laughs> I'm on your, I'm on your, I think we both went to the same school, Trish, that Florida education did us good. <laughs> so, um, oh, I cannot get into organ meats guys. I know. I just can't. I don't, I know it's, it's good for you, but mm, I just don't, it's eating something else's filter just doesn't do it for me. So, I love, love liver. Ugh, growing up. Okay. You're from Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. Do you know what Scrapple is? Yep. That's like a Pennsylvania I didn't. Thing. It's it's an Eastern Pennsylvania thing. So Kat actually had to explain it to me. And when I was when I went to visit her, she actually bought a, a breakfast sandwich with yep. it on it for me to try. Yep. It's it's like cornmeal and I don't even know what's all in it. But let me just the reason I say that is because talking about this stuff and the weird stuff my grandfather in his later time in life, I used to go over there and cook for him. And two things that I would have to cook that would always make me just want to throw up chicken livers and scrapple. Like those were the two things that he loved. And it always just smelt so bad.
but I'm like, grandpa, how can you eat this scrapple? Like, but uh, whatever. So anyways, I know we're getting off topic from nutrition, but this is kind of a fun, fun little podcast today. So anything yeah. else you got? Yeah. Yeah. Just everybody's talking about tongue tacos and <laughs> um, Trisha's husband, Ron, and his wandering tongue. Um, yeah. What the fuck is scrapple? To put it nicely. Yeah. What is so what exactly is in it? I, I gotta look it up again. I don't even remember what yeah, it's yeah, I think it's, it's a lot it's of leftovers. I think it's a yeah. lot of leftovers. It's kind of like, by the way, guys, when people are like talking about like the collagen proteins, I hope they all realize that that's exactly what they're eating. It's like the worst, like the most it's not a good source of protein. It's you're literally eating like the cartilage and the the, the way I would describe it is it's fresh spam. Instead of like ground down into like a pat, like whatever that is, yep. it's more like just in a gelatinous. Yes. It's weird thing. Weird. Yeah. And it smells funny. So, but my grandfather used to love it. I, and, and in the later part of his life, I was like, I'll feed you whatever you'll eat. I'm <laughs> like, as long as you're eating something, I don't care what it is. So uh, I was, I was the only one that would cook it though. Like my aunt would be like, Cheryl, can you cook that for grandpa? Okay. So that's what I did. So. Yeah. Well, with that, you guys are killing it in the, in the comments. Thank you, Trish, Kenneth, oh, like, Jody, good. <laughs> Jamie, Corey, everybody for being in here. Omar, you guys are the best. You guys um, are the best. Love it when you guys are here. So thank you so much for all that. And we'll see everybody next time on the Clydesdale weight loss journey. Bye guys.